This is Financial Detox, helping you retire with confidence. Featuring Jason Labram, certified financial planner and founder of Labram Wealth Management. For over 20 years, Jason has shown people how to steer clear of toxic advice, achieve financial peace of mind, and manage their wealth for maximum impact. And now he wants to empower you to do the same. Join Jason and co-host Alex Klingensmith as they simplify the complex share industry secrets, and provide proven strategies designed to take you from financial insecurity to financial independence. This is Financial Detox. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Jason Labram, your host of Financial Detox right here on KCBQ and on podcast played on AM7. Oh my gosh, what are we on? All these channels. I forget. It's too much. It's too fun. It's everywhere. The podcast, Financial Detox. KCBQ San Diego, The Answer, AM 1170, or you can now pick us up on FM 96.1. That's right, FM 96.1. We are so glad to be here with you, helping you become financially detoxified so that you make better investment decisions, avoid the great behavioral blunders that most investors make, and meet your financial goals and objectives what's up alex klingensmith in the studio with me as always yeah not much it's uh it's actually raining it's in, beautiful in, in isn't Carlsbad, it? california isn't this amazing because when it's raining here that means it's snowing <laughs> all you think there of, all you think about is snow isn't it well during this time of year yeah this is what you're supposed to think about that's so funny it is great i can't wait i mean we're gonna have a good year it looks like i mean colorado's got tons of snow already we've got great snow up in montana and even mammoth has already got some great snow i think by the end of this weekend they should have everything open yeah whole mountain Holy cow. It's it's like, like a winter up. wonderland for you. It's like a Christmas present that you just, <laughs> only God can give you. Came early. And I did some Christmas shopping. I don't know. I'm curious. I wonder how many of our listeners are going to do the majority of their shopping online because I'm already done Christmas shopping Yeah, for myself. and For yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And it's all online. Oh, yeah. We don't... Well, I, I guess I, I can speak for my wife. We haven't actually gone anywhere shopping for been two or three years at least. Um, that I know of. I mean, I don't. So it's all Amazon. And you know that they the younger our... <laughs> generation must be doing that too, yeah. even more. Yeah. So what does that mean? What does that bode for retail? Well, well, what's interesting about that though is that I know where you're going with that, but then you look at. I, I read about the Amazon. Uh, there's a Seattle, you know, prototype beta store where it's a smart store, and there's a couple other companies that have started doing this. So even though Amazon is a able to capture all of these, you know, retail consumers virtually without having to go into brick and mortar. They built a brick and mortar. Why? Because it's understand. cool. Just because it is cool to go well, there. The, and this see and touch this brick and mortar has no employees in it. What? You walk in and it scans you and it scans your phone and it scans your credit card, whatever. I don't, I have to read the story again to really understand it, but it was so cool in like Star Trek type. You, Whoa. So everything's there. And it'll read your patterns. Like, and what are you buying you? in this store? Because Amazon, right? You can get anything. Or am I buying a rake? And then I'm turning around I've and buying a phone. One. I've never been to one. But if anybody listening lives in the in the Seattle area, Would or you where call us. Ones are, well, the, yeah, teach us because it sounds cool. You, so you don't. You never have to. You don't have to actually engage with a you know somebody at the front. You don't have to pay because it just charges you on your way out. It like reads what you've taken and just charges you. Yeah, by all means, let's not have personal interaction. It's crazy, right? (laughs) So I don't know. I think that it is it is a it's a new world we live in, as always. But uh, but that's great, right? And and people talk all the time about man, things are changing. You know, the market's going to continue. Is the market's going to do this? Market's going to do that. And and the reality is, companies are going to create 
innovate. They're going to distribute products and services for a profit. And as long as companies continue to do that, then there's opportunities to invest in markets, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the the real deal. So Amazon Go, it's the world's most advanced shopping uh, experience. If we had like a team of people that, you know how when you listen to NFL's football games and stuff, right. like those guys sound so smart because there's people feeding them actual data. We don't have those people, do we? So we don't sound smart? <laughs> Maybe sometimes, as long as we stick to what we know about. <laughs> not, not right, Amazon yeah, because they, they, they've got the live feed coming in on, hey, you're talking about it, and they'd be yeah. all, that's called Amazon Go, yeah, Dodo. I know, we need one of those people. We need one of those. Why don't we have one of our, uh, Andrea could do that. She could like feed us information. <laughs> she's, she's also busy doing a lot of other things for us but cool she's great yes um so exciting news at uh labrum wealth management right what what happened what do you mean you I mean, tell, tell us your, what's the news well the the news that we now have a scottsdale office and yes. great new talent on our team an unbelievable group of people uh led by jim papillo the founder of of ldi is now become part of labrum wealth management we have a new brand coming out we're going to rebrand and uh, it's pretty special what's going on, I think. That is really exciting news. We're sh- I didn't know we were sharing it now. I didn't know either. That's great. Well, we're allowed to, so let's talk we about are. it. So what happened and why? Right. So, well, what happened what is we, <laughs> we, were, we met through normal course of business and, and things we're doing and 401k product we're building. We met this team of advisors in Scottsdale, Arizona that have been together for 20 years and we had just some phenomenal synergies and, and a really good natural uh, fit. And it made sense for us to come together. So um, we acquired them and we're merging the businesses and it's going to be absolutely awesome. And it gives us a nice footprint in Scottsdale, which our clients here would say, why does that matter to me? Why does that help me? And And maybe it doesn't, the fact that we have a Scottsdale office, but what does help is that we're able to add very intelligent people to our team, which creates a greater collective knowledge Mm -hmm. that then we distribute to our clients through investment portfolios and financial planning. It allows us to be more specialized and focus more on our clients. Um, Yeah, we don't want to become, or we're not going to become a multi-trillion dollar firm. Um, Maybe, probably not. But, um, you know, even if we were a $10 billion firm and we're 800 million, we would still be a small firm. Yeah and be able to provide extremely nimble and personal service to our clients. So it's really exciting. It allows us to it's awesome. scale better, more efficiencies, better service to our clients. But yeah, it's, it's definitely you're, you're bringing more people and more talent mm-hmm. to a team. And growth is good, yeah. right? If, you're a, if your financial advisor is the same size uh, a firm or doing the exact same thing they were doing 10 and 15 years ago, that's probably not good. I mean, they're not being innovative. They're not being creative. They're not thinking outside the box. They're not expanding their own horizons and growing. Growth is good. This is Jason Labram, your host of Financial Detox. If you want to get a hold of us, ask a question or even call into the show live. We can tell you how to do that. Simply get in touch with us at 877-707-8889. That's 877-707-8889. You can also shoot an email right to my inbox, jason at financialdetox.com. That's jason at financialdetox.com. Our shows are on Saturday at 1.30 on KCBQ. The answer, that's AM 1170 or FM 96.1. 
you can get the show on any podcast anywhere. That's iTunes, that's Google Play, that's Stitcher, that's Podcast Player, you name it. You can get Financial Detoxed anytime, anywhere. Because this stuff matters, Alex. Let's talk about some of the things you can't control that are going on right now. You know, the Fed's always always interesting. Whenever they say the Fed is going to say something, everybody's like pauses, right? And right. Markets go a little crazy because half the people are probably thinking something bad and half the people are thinking something good. Yeah. No one knows what's really right. going to happen, what it even means. Yeah. Huge point gain right. this week, right? We had a 600 point gain yesterday, uh, on what day? What yesterday. day was that? Tuesday, yesterday. Tuesday, right. We record Tuesday. on what day is today? What is today? Wednesday to Thursday. <laughs> this is not a live recording is what Jason means. You can't actually right. call us right this second. You can't call us right this second because we record because to be available Saturday, every yeah. Saturday, one thirty is challenging. So we record live what, and what, then we play it Wednesday, later. Wednesday, the most markets, U.S. international and emerging, I think all went up, you know, one or two percent, which was nice. Big um, move. Two and a half percent, by the way. Two and a half percent. Okay. Yeah. So be- because Powell came out and said some things that the market Dubbish, interpreted yeah. as that they're not going to raise interest rates again, I think is how what that means, right? Right, basically. Exactly. In, in simple language, it's yeah. like, no, if, if they'd said, so counterintuitive, what if they come out and, and said, we're going to raise interest rates? What do you think would have happened? Market would have went down 600. Okay. Right. So, but the point is, all of this doesn't matter. It's short term processing of information. It is the markets processing new information mm-hmm. over the short term. It will not affect long-term companies creating goods and services and selling those goods and services for a profit. So you cannot get wrapped up in this. If your job is an economist and you are supposed to report the news in the economy to people, you should be wrapped up in it. But if your job is an investor who's trying to meet their financial objectives over a certain period of years or time, this is not your, this is not your thing. This doesn't have, this provides you no benefit to understand or to try and guess what's going to happen. Because if you change your portfolio based upon those things, you will result in behavioral blunders and less total return. I got a question for you then. All right. I'm going to put my, <laughs> here, you go, right here we go. <laughs> on the spot. Well, no, but like, so we're, we're, we're expected to be more or less intelligent as a human being. Like we're supposed to be informed. Like you what's mean going we on? or who I'm speaking generally okay. about we, you know, our clients, ourselves just in society, it's an expectation that you know you're an informed person. You read, you you yes. watch the news, you listen to the radio, you get information, you get all this information. Okay, I have a conversation with my friend or family member over a holiday like Thanksgiving, or or just in regular dialogue. Right. I need to. I want to maybe know that I'm you know paying attention to the world around me and not right. just living in a void. What do I do with this information if I'm not supposed to take action on it? but I'm supposed to at least be able to communicate about it. Like, how do I balance that in my mind? My demons, I guess, like supposed to know about stuff, do something about it other than just talk about it. Like what do I do with this information? Right. Right. That's a great question. I think it is important to be in tune and we are by no means telling you or our clients to stick their head in the sand and, you know, don't pay attention to the world and what's going on in the world because you know, there can be way influences that, that transcend over several years and things that are happening. And I think small adjustments to have the right, I don't know, uh, attitude, the right personal spending, the right investment portfolio, given those things like, look, when the interest rates are at 50 or 60 year lows and the yield curve is flat, we're not going to be in long-term bonds. It just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a tactical behavior we're making because of the global macroeconomic environment. So I think it pays to know those things. Yeah. I think overall, 
You just have to know what's going on. I mean, we do as humans have some influence over things, right? We can vote. And um, also uh, maybe an intelligent answer to somebody who asks you, okay, so you're kind of stressing about trade wars and, uh, you know, interest rates and Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. Yeah. What are you doing about it? You know, right. well, I'm going back and making sure the way I'm invested is that makes the most sense for me. Right. Would for be me, the and most even, intelligent answer you could give to that question, right? And I think you can even say, given the environment or the global macroeconomic themes, but you have to be very careful to not take that too far because taking that too far means I'm in or I'm out or yeah. I'm all in out. you know, doing anything to the extreme because of a headline is likely going to result in a mistake. Yep. However, making small shifts like, you know, we're talking about in our investment philosophies and strategies, adding in a, a little bit more, global macroeconomic thematic uh, thought processes to take advantage of certain things because the pendulum does swing from far out to one side to back to the middle, spends most of the time in the middle ground, but there are times when the pendulum is on one extreme. Now, we already do that through a systematic discipline process called tolerance band rebalancing. Oh, boy, here we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and that means that we simply rebalance the portfolio or the different asset classes in the portfolio once they break through our maximum or our minimum tolerance bands. We sell it's, high and buy low. We sell high and buy low. It's a beautiful discipline strategy. Yeah. But there's even, you know, could you pay more attention to that? Like, do you want to be, you know, long residential real estate right now when interest rates are going up and things are softening? Maybe, maybe not. You make some small tactical shifts, but that's so, so for an example of not doing a small tactical shift that was brought to us I, I, every day last year every day. was buying cryptocurrency. Remember that? I can't believe it. And it's, so where are we today with cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and all that? stuff? Well, you know, so we had Bitcoin, which we had a lot of clients saying, geez, you know, are you paying attention to Bitcoin and should we be in Bitcoin and, and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, we we're less like, I don't see it. We don't we don't see it, don't understand it. I can't get my head around it, how it works with the mining and who's going to really, who's going to make money on Bitcoin. Where's the profit, right? If I buy Apple, I know that they make money by selling phones and cloud service and they do all these things. They're, they have something they're delivering a value. And I just couldn't understand and get my head around Bitcoin. So, you know, we said, look, if you want to own it and you want to, you think this could be the new technology that changes the world, is it actually going to be Bitcoin? I mean, think about when the internet started and all the different pieces to that puzzle and how many of them existed and made money as they were. Most went away. Yeah. And then um, it's free. So the people, people don't actually make money. Well, like Bitcoin's buying. free, right? It's you, just a currency trading. We, we, we right. have never been currency traders. Right. Why would we be currency traders now? Because there's a cool way to do that. Let's keep this going. I mm. want to talk more about Bitcoin. We've got to take a quick break here. We'll be right back in just a moment. And we're going to finish up talking about Bitcoin and strategy of the week. Stay with us. This is Jason Labram, your host of Financial Detox, 877-707-8889. We'll be right back. Do you know what you're actually paying your financial advisor or stockbroker? You should. Is there a plan? How clearly does your advisor explain that plan? Hi, I'm Jason Labram of Labram Wealth Management. You've heard us on our radio program, Financial Detox. At Labram Wealth Management, you never need to worry about hidden fees again. We are committed 
to disclose all sources of compensation because we believe transparency is the cornerstone of a successful relationship. I invite you to take our portfolio challenge. If we can't measurably improve what you're doing with your portfolio, given your goals and objectives, we will send you a Visa gift card for $100. Once again, if we can't measurably improve what you're doing, we'll send you a Visa gift card for $100. Ask for the Portfolio Challenge. That's the Labrum Wealth Management difference. Learn more at labrumwealth.com or call 877-707-8889. Once again, that's 877-707-8889. All right, welcome back to the show. This is Jason Labram, your host of Financial Detox, and we are the Financial Detox team at Labram Wealth Management, soon to be IDA, Intelligence Driven Advisors. IDA like IBM or BMW? IDA, IDA, brand change coming up, and it's exciting and new because we made an acquisition of a new firm out in Scottsdale, wonderful team, super talented human beings, and we're just really excited about that. But what we were talking about right before the break was Bitcoin and how, you know, a lot of investors, big, well-known, disciplined, strategic investors said, we just don't get it, you know, and it's a fad and it's a phase. And Bitcoin was trading at 20,000-ish. And today or yesterday, it was at 3,400 from 25,000. And today it's at 4,100. But it was, it's interesting how people wanted that because it was a fad and everybody else was getting it and they were afraid of missing out. And one of the things, the two things that seem to drive behavioral blunders in the market more than anything else, we talk a lot about this in the book, Financial Detox, which you can get anywhere books are sold, but you can't, that was a shameless plug, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was, um, good. it was good. All right. So <laughs> the, you weren't the author. You should be proud of the book you wrote. It was yeah, the first it, book. It is. It was. It's fun. Okay. So, but behavioral blunders are led by Fear and greed. Fear and greed. And greed is people are making all this money. I feel I'm missing out. So there's fear and greed. How about Black Friday or Cyber Monday? That's greed in a way. In in the sense that, well, stretching. Well, I don't think so. I think it's real because people are like, I need to buy something that day because it's going to be the cheapest that day. What if you don't even need the thing to begin with? Well, what if you do need it? Then that was smart shopping. (laughs) Okay. Well, what if, so like, what if you needed a new (laughs) pair of line Pescado skis, (laughs) for example? Yeah. Like what if you bought those and then just went ahead and bought a new pair of boots too? It's the same thing. It's emotional. (laughs) It's emotionally driven decision-making. So buying Bitcoin, going and installing Coinbase on your phone, transferring $10,000 to Coinbase. That's what it's called, right? Buying Litecoin. Ethereum, Bitcoin, and then thinking you're going to become a millionaire is crazy. But what about all the parties, man? People got to go to the Bitcoin guys with the big beards and the really trendy uh, hipsters, and no, they were all going to be all going to be multi-billionaires. And they went to parties, and they we shouldn't have dancing girls. We and, shouldn't discount what really is there. There's a really interesting and valid technology. technology. Blockchain is behind it. There's yeah. really good stuff there. But how do you invest you in that? Is you difficult. can't just go and throw a bunch of an allocate a portion of your portfolio in something like that. You just don't do that. Well, it's, I equated it to, and you brought up the example earlier. It's like the internet. Like who makes money? on email, right? right? So blockchain, let's say it is a great technology, but who's making money on every email you send? Nobody. Who's making money on you on the internet? It ends up being the providers that make value around that, right? So it may end up being a payment processing company, or it may be a new a new cash card. Or advertising too, yeah. I mean. Advertising. Think about a cash card like that. Instead of using a credit card, I mean, credit cards are charging merchants somewhere between two and 5%, right? Yeah. And, and then you have to pay the credit card off, then they give you points, and it's such hogwash. And if you ever have to go through getting a new card like for a business, which we're going through, it's ridiculous. Why not just have a cash card? 
that hits your bank account and you pay it with cash. That wouldn't be as fun for them to make money off of. But you. have a cash card that know, the, then the card makes money from the merchant, right? So the card makes maybe it's maybe it's one percent. So all the merchants love it if you use it because they don't have to pay two or three. But the card makes money and it's a cash card. It debits from your account. That didn't have, it would never work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting never. that. It's going to be called the IDA cash card. I think they already have what you're talking about, but it doesn't well, quite I want, make. Oh, that's make, called the debit card. Well, yes, it's, it's called. That's the a debit card. card. Right. But, the, but the debit cards aren't getting money from the merchants. That's why they try to sell you all the other stuff on top of it. So they can charge you interest and they can finagle points into things that will cost you more than what you think it costs. In right. Anyways. I hate the finagling. Well, Did I just get finagled on no, a business no. card. You, ha- you kind of have to have one. But anyways, we're, right. we're getting completely off topic. We got to, we got to deliver this strategy of the week before we're at a time. We do. Right. The point is don't chase fads. Don't chase returns. Don't chase the hot dot. It rarely, rarely works. And if you're going to do it, do it with a small allocation. Heck, if you put a hundred dollars in Microsoft when it was, it might be a thousand. I looked at this. I looked this up yesterday. Put a thousand dollars at the IPO of Microsoft, you ended up with 1.6 million today. You don't have to allocate. If it's really that great, you don't have to allocate a bunch of your portfolio to it. Because if you do, it can go away. Instead of looking at how much risk you can tolerate and building a portfolio, that doesn't solve for any objectives. That doesn't move you forward. All that does is find out when do you get sleepless nights and when do you get sick to your stomach and vomit and panic and sell out at the wrong time? How is that helpful? As opposed to figure out what your target rate of return is. We're just reverse engineering the thinking here, not how much risk I can handle and then give me a portfolio that delivers that. That's irrelevant. That doesn't make you solve your goal. Instead, figure out what all your future expenses are. What are you solving for? What is the financial goal? And what rate of return do I need to have on my money to achieve my goal? All of a sudden now, you may find you're in a lot lower risk portfolio. You're a lot less emotionally attached to the market. You're going to be a lot less apt to make a behavioral blunder and panic when the market goes down because you're solving for a target rate of return that achieves your financial goals and objectives mm-hmm. could be stated otherwise as solves for your future liabilities. But I think it achieves your financial goals and objectives. That's find that rate of return. We can help you do that. And we would love to help you do it. One of the great ways is to take our portfolio challenge or our portfolio physical, where we take your portfolio and dissect it and analyze it and make sure, look at all the different parts of it. And then we'll even stack it right next to a portfolio that we would manage for somebody of the same target return um, focus of you or target return demographics as you. And then we'll let you know if there's shortcomings or weaknesses in your portfolio, just like a portfolio, just like a, uh, a health physical and show you how to fix those. We can also just focus on helping you get your, what is the rate of return? And that's really done through financial planning, cash flow financial planning. And that's what financial detox and the financial detox team is about. Because if we can help you do that, then you're going to stay the course. You're going to have a set, you know, philosophy and strategy, and it's going to probably, it's going to, there's going to be a much higher likelihood that it works out. That's, that's it. Strategy of the week. Strategy of the week. Take us up on it. Find, Email Jason. Yes. Jason at financialdetox.com. Find your target rate of return that helps you meet your, all of your future goals and objectives, as opposed to doing a risk tolerance questionnaire. Risk tolerance questionnaire is prehistoric. It's done. It's over. It's not the best way to build an investment portfolio or a financial plan. So 
That is the strategy of the week. Do it or let us help you do it. Call us at 877-707-8889. That is 877-707-8889. I am Jason Labram with the Financial Detox Team at Labram Wealth Management and Alex Klingensmith who's uh, always in here helping me make this show happen. Thank you, Alex, for your work and your help. And uh, thank you to KCBQ, The Answer, AM 1170 or FM 96.1. This is Financial Detox. Until next week, have a wonderful time. Enjoy the rain in Southern California. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Financial Detox podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and resources, visit financialdetox.com. Call Jason and the team at Labrum Wealth Management. If you're ready for financial detox at a better tomorrow, call 877-707-8889 and get answers to your questions. That's 877-707-8889. And if you liked what you heard, be sure to hit the subscribe button. That way, you'll be automatically notified about upcoming podcasts. Thanks again for being part of our community and for taking one more step toward financial peace of mind. The content is provided for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any types of securities. Mr. Labram and Labram Wealth Management are not responsible for the consequences of any decisions or actions taken as a result of information provided in this podcast and do not warrant or guarantee the accuracy or completeness of the information provided. The information discussed today reflects the views of Mr. Labram and his guests as of the date of the show and are subject to change without notice. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Any forward-looking statements or forecasts are based on assumptions and actual results may vary from any such statements or forecasts. No reliance should be placed on any statements or forecasts when making an investment decision. Accordingly, listeners should not rely solely on the information provided today in making any investment decision. There is a risk of loss from investing in securities, including the risk of loss of principal. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will be profitable or suitable for a particular investor's financial situation or risk tolerance. Asset allocation and portfolio diversification cannot assure or guarantee better performance and cannot eliminate the risk of investment losses. 